0: A new episode right here with Devil Flyer. It's Wednesday. It's Rex. What's going on, brother?
1: <laughs> oh man, I've I've had a day of it. As you know, I was on Sugar Chris earlier today. So that uh it was just like, can you come on tomorrow? Sure, you know, and I had you scheduled ahead of time. Hey, Shadowhawk. Shadow Hawk is my co host on my show, the four o'clock shadow. has been from the very beginning and we're on oh gosh i don't even know how many episodes now four hundred and sixty something i don't know oh wow yeah so uh but it accumulates uh, you know when you do do, uh when you stream every day yeah i was doing
0: that for a while and uh and then i got a girlfriend so
1: uh yeah leads (laughs) to burnout yeah yeah Yeah. or you have to limit your time that you stream it can be addictive i suppose
0: yeah, I I was I was getting burnt out because I was doing like, sometimes I was like doing like, two like back to back streams like yeah. on a Wednesday, and I'm like,
1: yeah, that makes oh. for a long day. Yeah, yeah, that makes for a long day.
0: And just wow. in case, because I remember prior conversations we've had, uh, you know, over on Shay's channel during the uh, regen things, I'm gonna pop oh, yeah. this up just in case. <laughs> Because you know.
1: Well, you'll have to explain that to me. I'm a boomer.
0: Uh, I'm a Gen X. That's uh. NSF- well, i am a
1: Gen, I'm a Gen X too. I'm a first year Gen X, 1965. But uh, I'm not. When it comes to technological or these memes or, uh, you know, inter, uh internet speak, I'm a boomer.
0: Yeah, NSFW is not safe for work. In other words, wow, oh, there okay. could there could be some. Uh, Adulting content in words.
1: Yeah. Okay. Forewarned is forearmed.
0: My wife. I'm married and my wife has heard all my stories. She likes when I scream. (laughs) (laughs) It's almost as bad as when you sit next to her trying to watch the game on the couch and she's scrolling through watching TikTok.
1: Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, I hope they do away with that, but
0: uh, no, because the the bill they have up for it is just giving the government 100% overreach over every platform on the planet, and it'll it'll let them rush into the great reset quicker.
1: Well, you and you and I are old enough to remember America that wasn't that bad or self conscious about itself, so yep. Uh, you know, we know what the definition of patriotism is and it's, it's not white privilege. It's not colonization. It's not any of this woke agenda that they're trying to, uh, push on us. And, uh, that's the thing about it. They don't give you an option. If you're, if you are, if you have a different point of view, which used to be lauded in uh, America, uh, but then you are the enemy, and they're out to crush you. Uh, you must conform. It's groupthink. It's hive mentality. I
0: will not comply.
1: I will not comply. That's right. Uh, and uh, they're they're overreaching, and I hope they overreach that they just fall out of the tree so much, you know, because
0: uh, there there's so much stuff in that bill because. We know Congress. Whatever they yeah. name the bill isn't what the bill's about.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, it's all shell game. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. There's
0: like this, there's, there's all kinds of stuff in there. Right. Uh, making it so that it'll, because they're in power right now for another two years. So to make it so yeah. that they could go in to the new Elon Musk's Twitter and like ban everybody that they, that they deem
1: uh a undesirable
0: you know uh, the undesirables
1: yeah the undesirables that's but really a scary they'll do term. that yeah
0: they'll do that from every single platform yeah they'll have complete control over any platform on yeah. the
1: internet yeah well like, i mean you know? they wanted to take over the internet they know it is the most powerful thing out there as far as uh communication shows like this uh your you don't really own your own channel, your own platform, and you have to kind of play by their rules. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I've been been banned off YouTube uh, for saying something about the past uh, presidential election for a week. So, uh, there are certain things that you, that are verboten to say on even YouTube.
0: Oh, Uh, yeah.
1: So, you have to be very careful. Uh, Next time I'm hit by them, and, and the first thing was just a, a violation of terms, and I actually hit the button by accident. Uh, uh, I didn't really get to appeal it. I just uh, uh, appealed it without any comment, and that didn't get me anywhere. So uh, next time, I'm struck off for three months. Uh, during that week, we did do the 4 o'clock shadow over on Shadowhawk, my the greatest co-host on YouTube, I think uh i'm i'm very fortunate to have him as a friend and as a co-host and uh he started out listening to me just showing my collectibles on the way home commuting from work uh he would have to commute for about an hour or so and he would listen to my show so you know Shadowhawks supported you know about 360 something cg projects uh just a big supporter of CG always has been. And in fact, that's the only comics he collects now is CG comic books. And now we have Gold My fund, my comic. In fact, he's working on his own, uh, secret project. We were talking about that a little bit earlier before the show. Mm-hmm. And so he's, he's secretly in the shadows as it were working on his project. And, uh, it'll be worth, uh, worth worth it when it comes out. It's CG related, tied into the lore of CG, uh, not to give away too much, but that, you know, I think it'll be a lot of fun for people who's been around for a while and seen all the things that have happened in CG and uh, you know, it won't be a cash grab. It'll be a Shadowhawk. Shadowhawk production. Uh, so it'll be interesting. I'll be glad to see him get project out there and i I was very pleased you can't uh this uh preview ashcan that i came out with will was the very first comic that i've done um and it's uh for the most part it's fulfilled everyone has their copy um what they paid for uh fulfilled it all by myself in about a week I've been on eBay for about 20 years, so I know how to wrap up and send sa- stuff safely and get it out. And I just uh, dedicated that week to doing that. Um, and got the people their their stuff out. So uh, Devil Flyer number one will be launching April 30th on My comic. I noticed you had a opener for them. Oh, yeah. I'm with Luke Stone uh, last night, maybe. Yeah, last night. Uh, before I went on Topicless and uh, was on there with uh, uh, Todd uh, who, who started. They did it together. Did they not? Do I have his name on yeah. Todd? Yeah, yeah, Todd. Yeah, Todd and uh, Piper was on there. And I've met Piper before, but I've not met Todd. And uh, I met Luke before and had him on my show. And we've talked extensively about My comic. And, and I'm sold on it. I mean, uh it's a new platform. I don't think it's untested by any means. Uh, been running for a little over three three weeks, and it's paying for itself. Uh, yeah. I know Dillard's campaign, uh, Canadian uh, the Buckler Canadian Tussle, has done over $1,000, which has been the most successful campaign so far. But yeah. uh, I think that'll be eclipsed in time, and I hope Devil Flyer, will be the project that does it so i'm excited about that but it is a thrill to finally have an avenue for distribution directly to the fans directly to the readers if it were Mm -hmm. uh, and to have a vehicle to be able to distribute uh you know through crowdfunding so uh thanks to evs and ethan and seeing him stream about cyber frog and other things. And, uh, I remember the first time I saw Cecil go on his show. I was like, who's this guy? (laughs) This is like nothing I've ever seen. Ethan. I saw a different side of Ethan I had not seen before when he had Cecil on and, uh, you know, I'm like, wow, you know, learning the lore, uh, I, I was a lurker for about eight months. I think about a year. Before mm-hmm. I ever chimed in. Now, Shadowhawk was a lurker for like, I think he said two or three years before he ever became active in the chat. So you really don't ever know who's watching. I'm sure probably EVS has watched my show, yet he's never chimed in. He's never come in. um I don't see how he couldn't have caught at least some part of a show because I'm streaming every day. It mm-hmm. might be an inconvenient time, but surely. Uh, you know, he has highlighted a comment of mine or two, not that he would remember, but, uh, uh, you know, I'll be eternally grateful for him and Zach and other people that got this rolling, you know, and and finally having a way to distribute your, your product to somebody. You know, I've always wanted to make a comic book. Um, once set that goal, you know, I talked to a friend and we went back and forth about story ideas and he had already uh uh said that he would do devil flyer so eventually I, after 8 months of pitching him different ideas i said well you said you do devil flyer would you still do that and yeah so it took him a little bit over a year he did the the he did it to scale that's the amazing thing about it when you see the artwork blown up in magazine size uh of course we're going to talk about the ash can but which is smaller but uh that's the size i envisioned for it and he uh so devil flyer number one will be magazine size and uh i have some two-page spreads in there at least in the devil flyer story which is 29 pages total you in the ash can you get uh the first seven pages i believe Mm -hmm. uh, the story and i leave on a cliffhanger and everybody who's received it seems to i've haven't seen any reviews, but they seem to be happy with the product, happy with the quality of things. Uh, you not only get the book, 24-page uh, ash can, all black and white. Uh, uh, you get uh, uh, about 17-ish, uh, maybe 17 characters that make their first cameo appearances in the book. And it is the first book that has interior story by Devil Flyer in it. But it is not by any means the first cover that he's been on. that was in another Indiegogo project uh, from Starcross Comics. Uh, And this is a 1.5 numbered issue. And it's it's an homage to Avengers number 181, the first appearance of Scott Lang. uh, Hey, I got that book. Ant-Man. Yeah, I bought it off the stands for $0.35, but now I paid about uh, $56 for this high-grade copy (laughs) because it's first Scott Lang Ant-Man, and you know he's been in the movies uh, recently. Well, here's the Tribulation Task Force. That was up on Indiegogo, and they had a unique thing. I'd like to try this at one time. Maybe not with Devil Flyer number one, but maybe a later one. Where you can get your own, co- uh, you know, do an homage cover or something with a lot of characters on it. This has public domain characters on it, too. You have uh, Catman and Kitten down here at the bottom, Man of War. And uh, right next to Devil Flyer is the Blue Beetle, although they call him like the Blue Scarab, I think, because you yeah. can't use the Blue Beetle name. But uh, uh, so the color. Oh, yeah. Dan, Dan of-
0: Garrett, the original.
1: Uh, I couldn't tell you the artist. Uh, So they had three spots here. This character looking like Gilgamesh that's like this, which is Hercules on the original. Um, I think that was a spot that was available, and that was already bought and taken. So they had two spots here in the back, and I bought those to get these characters on the cover. And uh, so you have Devil Flyer there with a different color job. Is his wings are green because it's kind of like spawn green energy, and then you have Hopper here, which controls uh cold and heat, he's kind of like a, a tree frog that leaps around you know, tree frog, alien looking character. And uh, I think out of all those characters, they they hold their own. I think they're two it's of the more cool. visually interesting characters. So, this is the first time that Devil Flower got on a comic, and it was an Indiegogo project. Uh, but now the ash can is out and available uh ten dollars plus seven to ship it's 24 pages it is Tweeka approved i did not create the character but uh that is a drawing done by me uh years ago and uh this is on one of the uh one of the trading cards it comes with two trading cards of course the cover here a cover done by my friend john We've been friends, and he's the artist on Devil Flyer, the 29-page story. But it's six stories. It's an anthology. I'm not just uh, doing uh, – they're single standalone stories, but it, it really is a um, – so there's promo card number one, rounded edges on that. The promo cards will have rounded edges. and The trading cards on Devil Flyer number one will be square. And then uh, the back of the cover uh, with the Lo- Momentum Comics logo and then there's that again that's on the back cover same back there on the back and uh it comes with three bookmarks three different bookmarks i have a swamp character called bog uh that i was was my choice to that was my choice to uh There we go, fan him out where you can kind of see him. That, oh, cool. that, that's my some of my artwork A Bog. He has different looks, you know? Um,
0: Always been, been a fan with... of the Swamp characters.
1: You uh, you have been? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you'll like him. I have uh, an, oh, really, let's say 14-page story, uh, which is told in two stories. Uh, by Doc Blaylock. You had Doc Blaylock on, I think, last week.
0: Yeah, last week.
1: Yeah, and he's done a nine page story for me, and he's doing six pages now, so it'll be six pages. So there's the magnets that come with it. Nice. Uh, And I'm actually
0: in Doc's book.
1: Oh yeah? That's right. You were talking about that. Next
0: issue, second issue I'm going
1: to be in. Apex did me a sketch card, and this is going to be, I'll ink this. This is just like a sketch card this is my sea demon character and uh i'll show you sea demon here he's another character in there i had three hero stories and three horror stories so there'll be six issues and then in issue two there'll be five issue three there'll be four two one will be issue six so it's it's coming to a climax it's an overarching story that'll because i'm building a universe and basically to fight a greater evil He's collecting all these heroes into a super team to battle that. Uh, so eventually it'll be like Marvel DC, have a universe all its own with a multitude of characters. Oh, yeah. um, I've been a comic book collector since about uh, uh, 1976 on a regular basis. And it was like George Perez in Avengers that got me
0: mm-hmm.
1: hooked, really. Uh, I've been working on a mini comic. And I've I've, I've done a couple years of scratch art. Oh, I like that. This is another character that will be in the book three times in three different stories. Um, This is a sort of think of Venom uh, Ghost, like a a Venom type Wraith character. Yeah. Uh, And he's in three stories, Second Skin, uh, Crawl Space, which is the name of the supplement book. Uh, devil flyer number one will be 64 pages but it'll be broken up into two books it'll have the three hero stories um drawn by john philandes my neighbor um uh, uh Diller draws does a two-page inner man introduction to him and then there'll be uh a uh sea demon story and uh That's to be yet announced who will be doing the artwork on that. But now Grave Tales is totally done, nine pages. That was finished last year. Here's a a little preview of that. Uh, May make a Grave Tales logo. I know we're going to do a Sea Demon logo magnet uh, from John's uh, logo. We may do a Grave Tales as well. I've been requested to do that. This is a copy here of the original artwork. This character goes all the way back to 1993. That's when this watercolor was done. Oh, wow. And this sold, the original here, sold in auction recently to Flying Feline. uh, And she got the books, the three Alterna books. Uh, Last year I did a camp, I I put in... uh, Six ads and five books in the alternate books, and C. Demon was one of them. Frankly, because he's going to be in the book, and uh, it was in color. Uh, I needed, and I was limited at that time on color pieces. Most of the most of the pieces I do, I leave in black and white, like this one. This is another character that is yet to be introduced. Um, this is Dust Devil. So, and he is in like a 1930s group called, uh, called, uh, the skull squad and all the characters have like skull like faces, different variations on a theme there, but vastly different powers and stuff like that. Now the back cover to the ash can, uh, the second printing, the ash can is done by Vic King. And I couldn't fit everything in the ashcan, the 24-page ash can. So, on the second printing that's coming up, I will have a a color cover, back cover. Uh, this will be uh, uh, this will be the back cover done by Vic King. Couldn't fit the Killer Clown. That's the that's the uh, character that is in the Doc Blaylock's uh, drawn story of. Uh, of grave tales. I'll show you a, uh, a couple of pages from that. Just uh, copies I have here. Uh, this character. Uh, we discussed it and I, and he's like, do you have any serial killers? characters?" <laughs> and I said, yes, I do. And I had a painting cause I often go by paintings like this one. This one is going to be a character called Voodoo Master. Um, so I I'm more of a painter, but sometimes things like this lead to um, lead to new characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I, this is Clown Killer. He killed the good clown and assumed his identity and started preying on the children. So. Uh, the story is a lot about him, but in the end, you, you get to see the hero. Uh, I'll show you, I'll show you a page here where he's, uh, taking it to the clown. And these, these are all traditional artwork done by doc. So, uh, you know, we hit it off good cause you know, pride, blood and muddy has a golem. Um, uh, he, he knocked it out of the park, took a couple months out from even doing pariah Blood and Mud at, to, to work on this project. And uh, it, it wound up at nine pages. And uh, he'll be doing, he's working on another additional six pages. Uh, that'll be kind of a second part to this story, or maybe even the first part to this story. They're all interlinked. They're standalone stories. And we're doing something interesting on the coloring of that one. The coloring helps tell the stories, and that's why I don't want to give it away. Uh, one thing I designed out last night, and I'll be designing out others. I do, like I say, the scratch art. I'll be doing, um, for, the, uh, for the campaign, I'll be doing an air freshener, a bog oh, air freshener. Oh, that's cool. So that, that's the first one I did there. Uh, and I'll be working on some others, and I'll pick from the best, but yeah, I just took an took, uh, old air freshener, and uh, they'll be cellophane sealed, you know, with the little hangy thing uh-huh. on there, and, and uh, be scented, and I, it is something flat that can send, uh, since it's going to be a magazine size, uh, which was not planned by any means, so I have went from one extreme to the other. I went from... Um, Went from the ash can size, which is, you know, smaller than a regular comic book, uh, to hey Luke. To a magazine size. Oh, hey, Luke. Yeah.
0: I like the magazine size.
1: The magazine size is going to be dope because this, this here is a proof. There's nothing on the back of this one. There's no dedication page and stuff. But um, you can see it's going to lay flat ain't going to be big kind of like your savage sort of Conan's were rampaging holes. Yep. Uh, this is going to be a trading card on the campaign, uh, done by John Flandes, my neighbor. This was the first Vic King piece that he did for me back early, probably March of last year, uh, nice. maybe February. I think I've been working since, uh, uh, late February. Uh, I started the story. It took me about eight hours to, to write the 29 page devil flyer story. And then I got it to John, but now the way I work, I I work out storyboards, thumbnails, and then go from there. So I like it uh, from the get go. It's called a devil's weapon. He's, he's bound up in chains and sinking. So you're immediately, hopefully you're immediately into the story. Um, and then uh, I, I started with that image, and then I went, bam, to a Kirby double-page spread, a good look at the hero over Chicago. Oh, nice. So, uh, you know, this is going to be looking really impressive. And it's more impressive to me, if you know the story, he worked, he did the, the, did the artwork this size. He did it comic book size and the one reason he did it drew so small, uh, was to make sure that we would have no problem at the printers. So when you blow it up to this size and I saw this mock-up, I said, this is the grand scale I want the feel for the book to have. And with magazine size, you're not going to have any problem with it laying flat. So you get the, you get the first, uh, you get the first uh, seven pages of story here leaves on a cliffhanger here, as you'll see uh, here. So he's going into action and this guy who's in the speeding car gets skewered by his trident. And so, and they're saying blast them. And, uh, you, you, you can see some of the other scene on the trailer, uh, of devil flyer, but then it goes into the pinup section and, uh, uh The rest is is pin-up cameos of characters. I did get, besides Tweek on the back, I got uh, Bog here. I did this piece, this headpiece of Bog uh, years ago and I used it. And then here's an acrylic painting that Doc Blaylock did for me in the campaign. And that'll be up for sale on the campaign. Launching uh, April 30th. You get a preview. You get a preview of the uh, wraparound cover done by Vic King. And that has the heroes squaring off against the bad guys that'll be in the book. And then, uh, and uh, in the in the ash can, I'm showing you this because it's bigger. But uh, in the ash can, it uh, it has them all named. Uh, like here, you see, we've got coming soon on the on the cover, and then all the other characters are are named in here. Sweet baby silver boa. There's two silver boas. There's one that's set in the 30s along with Lady of the Night here. Who mm-hmm. is based who's based after Ava Gardner. I oh I can see, see it, yeah. Yeah, you can see the resemblance there. Uh, there by her bottle of whiskey or bourbon. Uh, and uh the bystander here, he's kind of my watcher. My watcher character—he—he—he he, he, uh, plays into the origin of Bog, and there's Silver Boa, modern-day Silver Boa, which is a descendant of the the what I call the retro Silver Boa, and they have slightly different costumes. Uh, we have Storm Rider and Slaver. I put Slaver in there because I wanted people to su- see that I could do a badass-looking character, and not just all capes and you know cows and. And your your regular superhero fair. I design all the characters, and this is my uh, this is my homage to uh, Action Comics number one, where he's picking up the car above him. Uh, oh yeah. So it's out. It's available. I have nine copies left. Nine copies of this, <coughs> and I probably could give all those away, frankly. But um, what I'm going to do on the campaign, Devil Flyer number one, uh, well, the ash can, let's say, let's put this on the ash can uh, on the second printing that's going to go up. I'm, I'm, I'm making a mini comic, and that'll be free with the ash can. Plus, you'll get all the original chachis with it, I think. Or we'll make some new ones. Probably make a couple of new trading cards for it. <coughs> and uh, I'll probably throw in some of the tchotchkes that I have free left over. One thing I'm going to do is character sheets, like this Wild Dog DC character sheet. Mm. And it will have a hero on the front and a villain on the back. That way, and, and there'll be two of these on Devil Flyer number one. So you'll be getting two villains and two heroes, because I have a lot of characters to go through So I want each campaign, I want two heroes and two villains and and get these characters out there to people. Uh, It helps with copywriting too. So that when you have a binder, you can have your character sheet on one side, you know, in one of these sheets like that, that you can put the character sheet there and then you can have the trading cards on the other side of each one. That'll be that'll be issued, and there will be a nine, nine issue set of, of cards on Devil Flyer, number one offered. Uh, so I'm I'm excited to uh, you know be coming up with all this stuff, and 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 I've been working diligently on uh, on uh, some design some uh, bookmarks for a while. Of course, I have a Red Valkyrie auction coming up here pretty soon, but some of these will be offered up. Here's some bogs that I've been working on.
0: Nice.
1: Uh, and then you can imagine this. Uh, this this works out perfect. If I had the momentum. And I'll have her, you know, put that in there on this one. I just left a space for it. Uh i work traditionally don't work digitally although i have both digital and traditional artists work on it um and i'll try and get some of my work in there somewhere but uh, and they're not all blah, bog but i've been working on designs that would be good in black and uh, glow in the dark mm-hmm. so i probably have a and and uh, also what do they call it uh, where they have the dark light, like a dark light. Oh, the culture. black light. Yeah. The black, it'll have like black light uh, colors on some. I haven't exactly figured out how I'm going to do that yet, but I know I want to do black light colors and then uh, glow in the dark, maybe a combination of both. Um, you know, like the glow around the moon there or something. Yeah. Um, so I've been diligently doing, you know, working, working, a little bit myself and it helps to go on topic list where we draw uh, some of them are in colors like uh, i did one of the killer clown there kind of deviated i gave him a skull nose it's a little skull for a nose on that one um some of them are quite detailed i hope my camera is picking that up okay for everybody um Here's some of, and I'm just now branching off into other characters. Some of them will be like this, horizontal instead of vertical. This is Dirty Joe. Uh, He's going to appear in three different, here's another Dirty Joe. I think people will really dig this character. He's going to play prominently, and he's going to be, I have something to do with the killer clown. Like I say, it's all interlinking. There's Bog staring down dirty Joe nice uh, so I'm working on it here's slaver uh, he is a, a zombie predator he, he he at first starts preying on the living but uh, he is turned by the bystander to prey on the dead and so if you're a zombie you're food for this guy there he is coming up out of the grave here's a little bit more vicious one. Ooh, blood yeah blood yeah you know, <laughs> spot coloring you know where it makes sense so i've been busy been busy not just uh uh planning out campaigns but drawing and uh and uh, shilling my book, and, you know, anything's possible. I picked this up at my local comic book shop, Gary Shipman's Titan Mouse of Power, and it was in the children's section, but when I saw it, because I backed his campaign, I said, that's awesome that CG projects, or I don't know if he's CG, but Indiegogo projects are finding their way slowly, but surely some of them into the comic book, into your local comic book shop, so I think that's great. That's, I think that's what needs to happen. Of yeah. Easter.
0: well, uh, I know uh, the guys over at Ollie and Ollie and them over at 656 have uh, mm-hmm. released Criptidals.
1: Check that but- out. That's a mini comic, and it's trading card size. I think Apex Comics is crazy for doing that, but it is quite legible, and I mean multi-paneled. Now, my that
0: that reminds me of the comic books that used to come in the the old 1980s superpowers figures
1: yeah somewhere here i here they are i have uh, a couple of x-men that are still sealed up oh yeah and you can tell that his is smaller even than it yeah it's writing card size it's crazy how small he does these but uh, there's two, there's one back-to-back. There's actually two books in here. And th- these are probably about 30 years old. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know who issued these, but uh, I do have a few mini comics. I just bought these from him. There's another one back there, and he has uh, available some things. And the Apex will be doing some work for me. Uh, I've been working on some heads for my, you know, the Marvel Dicko box, what I call the Ditko oh, yeah, box. The corners, Cause, yeah. Because uh Dicko was the one that came up with that. I've been working on heads uh, for my characters. Uh to to stick up there. Nice. And uh I have Vic working on some t- as well. So yeah, I've been busy. Uh it's been a lot of fun uh to actually, you know, hold your hold your comic in your hand, albeit so small, you know. And just thumb through it and enjoy it, you know. It's it's a thrill, uh, <clears throat> and and I've learned things along the way, just like things by accident, like going magazine size. Um, that yeah, my main book that's the way it needs to look. So, and the great thing is, uh, you know, making it magazine size, I'll be able to fit the character sheets in in the Gemini. Uh, mailer because it'll be magazine size because this is oversized. I'm like, how am I going to do that? Well, it, no problem. Now it's the it's a little less size than the book, so you know uh, that solved a problem with this by going so large on the on the book. So, any questions? Well, oh, I did want to show you. And, and yes, we'll look at that. But I did want to show you. Can I share a screen, or sure. you want to do this first?
0: No, share the screen. Go ahead.
1: Okay, I want to show you uh, one one piece that's going to be in there, and will be a trading card as well. It, you'll get the best of both worlds. Uh, this is uh, this is Ryan's work that he has a campaign up Octagon, and uh, oh, yeah. this is. The C. C. Demon character, and uh, this it will be reproduced like this in the Ashcan, black and white, on the Second Chance Offer. I'm going to have eight pages of new content on that campaign, and then here it is in color.
0: Oh, that's awesome!
1: And that will be a trading card uh, on the campaign uh, available, but you'll get a black and white version in the reissue, the second printing and then you'll also get a new let me share this with you you'll get a new uh uh cover which i'm going to hand color myself by peter A. DeLuca. uh he's oh, a I self-taught he's a self-taught artist in philadelphia so this is his devil flyer that he did sort of impromptu and letting me use for the cover and i will hand color this for the second chance uh And uh, maybe this will be made into something else down the road as well. But I just love the grittiness of his work. Uh, He's going to be doing a story for me. I think he's going to be on my show tomorrow with me. Uh, And we'll be talking more about uh, what he's going to be doing at Momentum Comics for me. And Ryan's going to do some Sea Demon work for me too. I try and play to creator strengths. You know, Ryan has a campaign octagon that's in the oceans in the sea. And I thought, Hey, he can do sea demon, you know? Uh, After seeing this, I said, Peter can do, uh, I, I have him slated to do, to take over for John. John is 71 years old. He had two eye surgeries while he was drawing. So when you know his story and that he drew it to scale the size of a comic book, I think you'll appreciate his artwork even more. Uh, considering he worked on such a small scale and that he had two eye surgeries during that time. Like I said, he did the pencils, the inks and the colors to, uh, and the, and the lettering. not the colors, but the lettering rather. Um, so, I'm excited to be working with Peter and Ryan uh, and and other artists. And there's one of my artists that did a Dirty Joe, two-page Dirty Joe story for me.
0: Hey, uh, good day, might- Hockey.
1: Yeah. Somebody's going to pay for this mistake. Uh-oh. Well, <coughs> here you go.
0: Well, now, <coughs> I've never seen Hockey act a little hostile before. I
1: well, know. <laughs> he can he can get a little feisty, yeah. Uh let's play the trailer. Pedro Ang did the, the did my uh trailer for the campaign.
0: Nice. It's
1: thirty seconds, so it goes by quick. That's momentum for you. Now, I can tell you about uh, what the campaign says on on it. You know, a tortured soul comes back to earth to save it, but can he? Uh, A devil's weapon is needed to make a difference for good, or is it? Everything might have its price, but what if that price were too high to pay? What would you die for? Devil Flyer, Devil's Weapon, has been a passion project for John and I for nearly two years to bring you, we hope, a comic experience like no other. And actually, it's been like over three years now. Uh, A lone figure who fights his past as much as his future. Devil Flyer takes flight in the city to stop evil from totally taking over with dire consequences to the victor, whomever that may be. The Cy Marco crime family fights a game of death. Winner take all against all our stark hero. Win or lose, heads will roll. We see the high-flying devil flyer embroiled in a conflict that will take him deeper and closer to a darker conflict and truth about himself and the world he protects. If you like heroic drama and adventure with interlinking characters, conflict, and consequences. You will love Devil Flyer in his first appearance in print. This lead-in to the main campaign, which will launch uh, April 30th now on uh, GoFundMe or Fund My Comic. I keep wanting to say my comic. We'll give you a first glimpse of, cl- glimpse of clues to his origin and past. Born a man of conflict in 1899. So how's that for a superhero for you? Born in the year 1899, many trials, two wars. He was in World War I and World War II. And much time lost, devil flyer, burst upon everyday Chicago to save a city he does not yet know. The beginning of the Momentum Comics universe starts within the pages of this book. Justice has a dark name indeed. So you can, you can buy a copy of it. I have nine copies left. You know what, Will? Before I came on, I would have said ten, but I got talking Shadowhawk, and it's like, damn, I haven't set a copy aside for myself yet. <laughs> so I'm at least going to keep one for me.
0: Yeah, that, that would be a thing you might want to do.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. My first comic, and I don't even have a copy of it. I'll pay a premium for it later if I can find it. Like I say, there's only a hundred printed, and the Chotskys, the uh, you know the the two trading cards, the two magnets, and the three bookmarks, only printed seventy-five of those. So those are even rarer than the book. Oh
0: yeah. Well, I used to complain when I would when I would back a book and be like, oh, another bookmark. Now I'm in the middle of reading like 10 different books because I'll hit like a point and I'll be like, Yeah, I gotta I gotta work on I gotta read something else.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've
0: had my fill in this for the day.
1: So So you want to mark
0: so now I've I've got I've got bookmarks. I've got bookmarks from Mike Jimmy's life on Cora Uh on my end table. Uh my my favorite bookmark is the one I got in my Mavericks collector's box.
1: Oh man, yeah. Uh Shadowhawk just got in a bunch of Mavericks stuff. He got a lunch box, he got a, a yep. tumbler, uh, he got the little 3D printed figures. Uh the booze. Yeah, that's it, the uh
0: that, that was the the merch one. I just got that in. So you get like this big gaming mat.
1: Yeah, he got that like too. The, yeah. This
0: big huge gaming mat. And and you get a stainless steel tumbler with the Maverick stuff on it. Yeah. Um. You get the uh. You get the Mavericks hard drive, with the, uh, the Chinese faction, logo printed on the back of it. It's that's a little,
1: put and, out. That's put out by uh, Frequency Girl and and uh, and yeah. NAF. Uh, yeah. Nefarious.
0: Yep. Yeah. And that drive. Has all his background world building information on it.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, and uh, good stuff. The,
0: the 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 3D uh, mech and uh, there was something else in there but I. Can't I was it.
1: very impressed with the quality of the items that he was putting out. He really knocked it oh, out. Yeah, of
0: the I uh, I sold. Uh my first appearance is Jane of Jane Foster as Thor and that yeah. first Aaron storyline with uh-huh. her in it that was going for you know a good amount of money. Uh I sold it to a friend of mine, uh John Ross, who's a uh longtime comic collector, uh retired Navy man, and uh mm-hmm. you know, he's he's now a comic book dealer, but he buys like you know, mostly like you know, high-end stuff, or stuff that's in, you know, stuff that's in demand. And he goes does, like, a whole bunch of different shows.
1: Would you um, like to see some rare comic items?
0: I would love to.
1: Because hey, that's how know. my channel started, and I still do that today. This is uh, one of the last drawings that John Basema did. Uh, oh, wow. This was the last project that he worked on. This is actually from Blood of My Ancestors. Uh, a Superman story. And wow. here he's like Samson pushing two pillars apart. Uh, Gil Kane passed away. And John Bassema took over on this project. And then he passed away. And Kevin Nolan took over, I think, and completed it. Uh, but that's... I have some artwork. Uh, and I have a lot of Conan stuff. I have more John Bassema in there, but this one will blow you away. The one and only color guide to Avengers number four, Captain America's first silver age appearance.
0: Oh, nice. I've got the, uh, oh, that's awesome.
1: Yeah. This is one of the acetate. They also did them on paper, but this is the one and only color guide that's in the world. now. How valuable! Yeah, I, I, I,
0: I can't afford that book. As many of us cannot,
1: I can't and- either. I can't either, um, even though I've had an Avengers well, 1 I and 2. I do
0: have the Wizard Ace edition of that book.
1: Oh, I A- love it. the Wizard Ace editions. I have most of those, if not all of them. Um,
0: uh, I can't, I just came across three of them. Uh, one was uh, ASM-1 and then ASM-14. But I hated that cover because it had Willem Dafoe in that god-awful Green Goblin. Yeah. from the first yeah. Spider-Man movie.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, and then I got, uh, you know, and then I got the Avengers.
1: For people that don't, they don't know, the Wizard Ace editions were, you had to order a hundred Wizard magazines in your comic store to get one of those. And it had yeah. an acetate cover like that that was clear. And the very first one was Creed, which is in all caps comics now. Trent hmm and I have a creed out of, and when, when wizard was going out of business or selling their stock out of the warehouse, I yeah. bought hundreds of those. Wow. I have hundreds of the Avengers number four, like that issue. The first Hulk number one issue and something else. I've, I, I bought hundreds of them, uh, you know, or I have, let's put it this way. I put a whole long box, uh, you know, over 300. I know, uh, of those wizard ice editions and then i filled in the blanks for the ones i didn't have but in all those i got one uh from lightning comics creed number one that has a double acetate cover has oh. a double cover on it and i'm going to get that one graded uh and and sell it off at some point uh, yeah i love I was, it i was I a love big it. fan of the uh,
0: the ace editions and the uh the wizard half editions
1: yeah, and you know they didn't print a lot of them, maybe three thousand, four thousand. Yeah. Very low print run. Uh, but when they were going out of business, you could buy them for a dollar each. And I bought a bunch of them. Yeah. And my the, my the quality is there, you know, the as they covers. And not many went out to the stores. Uh you know, you had to order a hundred wizard ace editions. Uh I mean, a hundred wizard magazines just to get one of those. They were retailing at the time for about $15 a piece. The very first ones I bought, I paid $15 a piece for. It. Oh, yeah. Uh, they did Zorro from Top Comics. They did, uh, I, I think, from Top Comics as well, the X Files. Um, so they had some licensed products in there too, you know, licensed comics, but. Uh, those are really nice. Yeah, and the Wizard Half Editions, I have some, some of those too. And they were issuing uh, certi- Certificate of Authenticity with those.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, Shadowhawk says, been using my tumbler for, for my smoothie every day.
1: Yeah, he Awesome, looks
0: to- good, good size. Cool. And then he says, I got a bunch it's of the larger. Wizard Halfs.
1: It's probably 24 ounces. It's big. And the graphics pop on it. Oh,
0: Uh, yeah.
1: He really did an awesome job on that. Uh, And the industrial steel around it, you know, just the, there's no need to print the whole thing. Because you're dealing with mech suits. There's no need to print all that. Uh, So he saves some money doing that. But it it fits the project. Oh, Oh, yeah. The the, the files, you know, the file-like book and everything. Wonderful stuff. He's really into that.
0: Oh yeah, I've got my Mavericks box right right next to me, and I just reread the book like a few days ago.
1: Ah, okay, for like well, the fifth time. You know, and then, I, then I DM'd him. I
0: go, "Are you done with book two yet?
1: It, what the hell?" You know, uh, things like this. Like,
0: oh god, Treasure
1: nice. Editions. I know Doc Blaylock would like to do this. I'd hate to ship a bunch of these. Uh, you know. But
0: I got he, I got both Superboy and the Legion ones.
1: But you know things have changed since we were kids. There's no spinner racks. There's no grocery stores that carry comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's sad. You a kid can't go in and just discover, whoa, you know, a world of comic books. Uh, yeah, anyway.
0: it's it's terrible. I would love to get a spinner rack, but they only sell like they sell ones now. For your slabbed books
1: i have two we'll talk oh good <laughs> i don't have them here <coughs> they're vintage they're at least from the 80s uh. one has a header one doesn't i think the other one's spoken about shadow but i'll probably keep them put them back here one up flanking on each side you know i have a shower back here that's my time traveling shower everybody wants to know about the shower what are you doing with the shower <laughs>
0: well this i gotta right. wash up before i touch any of this valuable merchandise that i have in my room
1: yeah and i don't use that shower because if that was to overflow i got a lot of stuff that could get wet you know oh yeah actually my father made these uh uh bookshelves when oh, we were nice. kids and uh uh when i was a kid so that was a long time ago so i've had those for probably a, nearly 50 years which is amazing to think about. And I'm always looking for shelf space. Cause I, I have a lot of items. I've I have got too, too much stuff.
0: My girlfriend and I just bought like seven bookshelves. Wow. And, uh, yeah. like used that, uh, this, this kid that used to be a student of a friend of mine's, uh, who's a vice principal in a, a middle school that my daughter mm-hmm. used to go to. Um, so i'm like i saw that he knew my friend glenn so i asked him he goes oh yeah he's a good kid volton
1: this is joe hubert's first artwork found volton found in Catman. this is a uh, when he was like what 13 14 15 16 he was young when he started in comics uh, they, this reprints the very first published comic book stories of Joe Kubert in full color that was featured in Catman Comics. Voltron, the Human Generator. It's a little fanzine. So there's a little ashcan like size book. Let's see how it compares. Oops, I'm grabbing the wrong book uh, to Devil Flyer. It's even smaller than the Devil Flyer ashcan book. Yeah. But. uh, You know, things like this that might be hard to find, you can replace. But, uh, you know, if you have like one of a kind of items like that Avengers guide or original artwork. And my first collection did burn up due to arson in 1997. So I had to start all over. So everything you see here has been collected since 97. About 25 years ago and i started collecting pez i'm a big pez collector uh let's see where's my cap here we go uh, got pez <laughs> oh so you often see me wear that Got. Pez. i
0: actually do because when we were cleaning out boxes i found an old luke skywalker oh, x-wing pez uh, oh cool. but the the glue and let go yeah so i gave i go okay Put this in a box with some of the other pezzes and small things. And then I, I, I started eating the pez last night. I got like a half a stack left.
1: <laughs> yeah. If it's old pez, don't eat it. You know, they, even they say if you eat too much of it, it'll act as a laxative. Um, this is a custom made one. Oh, this nice. Is, they've since issued, but I think they captured, you know, sculpted It's It is custom made. You can tell. And I paid forty five dollars for that. What about a decade ago? Wow! I for two years on eBay, I made fantasy pairs myself. Here is a one that was issued, but recalled very quickly because it's SpongeBob underwear, and the parents didn't <laughs> like that, so it was it was pulled very quickly. Yeah,
0: yeah. Tip the head back and. N-Bob this Bob's spongy.
1: This is bundle. one of my favorite uh candy dispensers uh that was given to me recently by Shadowhawk. Uh it had wacky, wacky monkey candy, I guess. I've not seen anything like that, but just I like the monk, candy.
0: just the monkey playing the cymbals is hilarious.
1: Here's uh here's a Geico Pez. <laughs> which is uh, kind of a promo Pez. So you couldn't buy this in the stores. So that's rare. Uh, I have some going back to the 50s. They go all the way back as a company to 1927. Wow. And the first Pez, the character heads didn't come around till 1952. And there's some debate whether it was uh, Mickey Mouse and this is his 90s. 90th year that came out the other year Pez and I have an 80th year Mickey and Minnie as well some of those but uh, this is the 90th year and you see printed on the stem so that's kind of nice they had ones that were die cut when I was a kid Uh, Casper I know I used to have a Casper or two that was die cut and they had a Mickey Mouse that's die cut I might even have a Mickey Mouse die cut one uh, that I've bought off ebay but um uh there's some debate on what the first character was either popeye mickey mouse or casper and but i'm leaning towards casper and i'll tell you why because they were roommates in college oh the pez guy and uh yeah this was another one this one has the candy in it oh yeah (laughs) so you got kool-aid candy Well, I appreciate you having me on. You know, to talk about such things, collectibles and things.
0: Oh yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of fun. Most of mine have been uh, boxed up today.
1: Like, what's that? Like, Your uh, comics,
0: comics, course, collectibles.
1: Yeah, of course. This is my favorite character, the Beast. Little bobble, little oh, nice. bobblehead. <laughs> He's my favorite character, and not as an X-Men uh, and the Blue Beast,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: although I like the original X-Men without any hair. And he was gray when he first got hair. He was gray, yep. the gray beast uh, in, a, in Amazing Adventures. Uh, some wonderful Tom Sutton artwork, I believe. But uh, uh, the beast was in the Avengers. And I can remember reading a panel about the beast being in the x-men i was like who's the x-men i it was like two i was collecting two years before i ever saw an x-men on the stand it was john Byrne artwork the artwork was uh wonderful but i thought they this is a weird looking group (laughs) Um, you know with nightcrawler he looked demonic and i was like i don't know if i want to give that a shot And that was issue X-Men 122. I think where Colossus is in the danger room. Oh yeah. Trying to push the, you know, being squeezed and I didn't buy it. There was, but I'd finally found a grocery store. Uh, I think it was a, uh, Oh shoot. I can't remember the grocery store now, but, uh, uh, I think it was a Kroger actually. And, um, They had a spinner rack that had X-Men on it. and my regular places, I had never seen for two years an X-Men book. And so, uh, eventually, I think with issue 127, I started collecting X-Men and was off to the races and knew who the X-Men were at that point. But at first, I thought they were pretty weird, and I stuck with my Avengers. Of course, other things, too. New Teen Titans. Love George Perez stuff. Oh, yeah got me into comics and that was a man we lost a lot of grites last year you know? yeah,
0: over like the last couple of years
1: Yeah, Neil Adams and, yeah.
0: Just, and I just met Neil back in 2019
1: yeah what was your impression
0: um my impression was good because uh, yeah. because of being in the wheelchair and uh, having a press pass yeah I got in they let me in like an hour early oh, okay um on the Friday, so I you know, I was just going around and I stopped, I go, Whoa, I didn't know he was here. And well, I sat there talking to Neil and his daughter and uh his uh his number one flunky for about forty five minutes. okay.
1: And yeah, now awesome. I'm kicking
0: my now I'm kicking myself in the ass because uh if that was possible, um because yeah. I didn't get anything signed by him that day.
1: Oh wow. I think the only things that I have signed are production pieces. Actually, DC cover uh, approval covers and things like that that are signed by him um, called the Jack Adler Collection, and that's probably the most prominent uh, production artwork collection there is out there. He was the archivist. He actually worked on Action. He was a colorist on Action Comics number 1 for National Comics, for DC Comics. So he was with them from the early fifties, I know, and even back in Action Comics number one. Um, I, I don't know; I'm a little hazy on that. How he worked on Action Comics number one on the on the coloring, printing plates, and different things, and then uh, also worked for them like from the early fifties. Uh, some say like fifty-two on to like about eighty-three or four somewhere in there. Uh, but I have one of the. I have, uh, I and my friend probably have one of the largest Adler collections out there, and they're all covers and they were all signed. I mean, they were all saved by Jack Adler, stuff that he liked. Mm. Uh, they're production pieces. Uh, I have the only one in the collection that has all five pieces the, uh, the color guide, the, the, uh, the uh, file copy, the actual DC file copy of the book. After it was produced, and the uh, painting cover, and the uh, the approval and untrimmed approval cover that has the ads in it as well. I'll well, one the,
0: one of the people that I went there to interview was Marty Abrams, the uh, the guy who invented the world's greatest superhero line for Mego.
1: Oh, sweet!
0: Because um, they, they had relaunched Mego like the year before, and he was doing like you know a convention tour. And my, I feel I feel like I'm addicted, because I, I used to get those and rip them out of the package and play with them, like the Star Trek figures and all the uh-huh. superheroes and stuff. I, I still, still have, I still have some of the originals.
1: I still have my Star Trek figures, and I'll tell you why. And and one of the uh, Planet of the Apes Mago figures, uh, Zera, the girl. Uh, because I have the Starship Enterprise case. And so they were all kept safe in the case. Uh, that's the amazing thing about it. I have a lot of my childhood toys. Like I have a section of an eagle from Space 1999, a dinky, oh, wow. dinky toy. Uh, I have my early, early stuff from childhood, but I don't have most of it unless it's been lost through time. Uh but my collection and like I said, my collection was like forty-five long boxes. It was about sixteen thousand books. But that's not the great loss, the great or my school annuals or class ring or my furniture or anything like that. It was the original artwork. Uh, I had the I had John Byrne's Avenger Heads page that you oh, wow. see up in the dicko boxes and that's been reproduced thousands of times over the years and will continue to be reproduced you know i had some very limited teenage ninja turtle stuff although i do i my t-shirts were separate so i do have a 1985 leonardo glow-in-the-dark t-shirt on uh in brand new condition or, my, or my
0: biggest foobar moment in comic collecting had to have been the year that the turtles came out. And I'm in my, my LCS that I've been going to since I discovered it when I was in high school. Uh-huh. It was my first comic book shop. I'm the, the, the original only sold it to the manager who is now the owner. And I've worked until I ended up in the chair. I used to work for them like on and off, kind of like an assistant manager on call. Right. Um, And, uh, I used to I used to score some stuff but one week I went in and I'm I'm picking up my stack of books uh I used to, I used to spend like 200 bucks a week on comics and supplies and everything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. go in and there's a
0: bunch of new independent books up on the shelf and I'm like what's that big book? Goes, oh that's teenage mutant ninja turtles. That's fucking stupid. Yeah. So I didn't get one and then I talked to my friend on the phone and he goes Please tell me you 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 grab that that new Ninja Turtle book. I'm like Ninja Turtle. That's he goes. It's sold out everywhere. Wow! (laughs) You can't get a copy. And I called him back and I go, "Can you pull one of those turtle books? They're gone." He goes. They. He had a stack of like ten or fifteen of them left when I was there. Like later in the day, I was. Uh I left there around five o'clock. Wow! He closes up at. At seven, yeah, and before the last hour even hit, he told me that he sold out of all those books.
1: I people coming in
0: trying to buy him by the by the staff.
1: I could have bought one. I bought several books from my uh, the. I had a comic book shop, but my my due to personal reasons, my my uh, partner, and it was housed in his facility uh and i was still in high school i was like 17 years old it was the first comic book here in town um and we had a good clientele for about eight months or so uh and uh we i didn't want to close it but he had you know we had to close it i couldn't do it by myself i was still in high school too and it really takes two so i said well i'll put this on pause we'll get back to it and then i started going to the competition Mm -hmm. uh and he, I had bought a complete, collect, nearly a complete collection of X Men, except for the very early issues. Now some of them got down in the into the teens, I know, because I had the first appearance of the Mimic, which was in issue 19, uh, and I had nearly a complete collection of Avengers, and they were in great shape, you know. And I was paying about at that point, you know. Even after the burn, you know, X Men hit a little low there and was in a dip, and they weren't as sought after. And I was like, man, this is good, solid stuff. Need to get it while it's kind of down in price. And, um, uh, they, I, you know, I think I paid about $5 per issue or, or less than that, probably, uh, probably a couple hundred bucks for both of those complete collections that he had wow. gotten. And he, he later came in with a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number one. First printing and uh, like near mint condition, $175. And I didn't buy it. I thought, boy, I can buy a lot of comics for that. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. And I had, he had a two, three, and four in the back issue box. And I, wasn't sure like you i wasn't sure about it so i bought issue two read it loved it got issue three and four the next day and i said put me down from it from now on and i got five six seven on and was a big you know hooked on the at least the books and the books were before the cartoon came out before the hasbro toys came out uh and so I was a fan of Ninja Turtles almost from the beginning, but yeah, I, they, I I had never even had heard 40s. of X
0: Men until uh, Spider Man and His Amazing Friends had that that one X Men episode because Juggernaut was running through New York yeah. City. Yeah, uh, the one where the one where they gave uh, Wolverine hockey's voice, and he he skewered up a bunch of fruit off the table.
1: Were you? Were you a Marvel or DC guy primarily DC. Or, or independent? Yeah. You were well, DC. Okay.
0: I was well So I was born in 69, so of when I was Oh, about- you're
1: you're a mere baby. I was yeah. in California in 69 on a on a vacation.
0: <laughs> so, uh when I was like 3, they started showing in our area, they started showing uh the original Scooby Doo for 30 minutes in the morning, yeah. followed by one 30 minute episode of the Adam West Batman show. Uh, huh. and that was it.
1: I got Romero,
0: is to... still my favorite joker. Matter of fact, I've got his autograph.
1: Oh, yeah, uh, that's awesome. Uh, I got to meet Adam West, he was a lovely man. I got to talk to him for about 10 minutes. And if my then wife hadn't been with me, I would have spent an hour with him. Uh, He was all alone sitting at the table of a blockbuster radio in Memphis, Tennessee. And uh, I went over there specifically to meet him. And I got his autograph on a T-shirt, and that T-shirt has disappeared. I think my ex-wife maybe took it. I don't know what happened to it. It just disappeared one day. And I, got, I noticed it immediately because I had it hanging on a hanger right above my bed, of all places. I uh,
0: I, to, I got to meet them, but I couldn't really talk to them because the line was starting to form.
1: Yeah, but I yeah. didn't
0: have. It was like I could afford a ticket to go in and like window shop, but that's all I could do. But well, I I, wish I got to I had say hi to him. I, I got to say hi to him and Bert. So.
1: Oh, I've never met. I never, I never met Burt Ward, but, uh, I'd like to, I know he, uh, makes his own brand of dog food and sells it. So he's yep. quite the entrepreneur. Uh, but it's, it's lovely to get to talk to your heroes and especially ones where I was like two years old, you know, one, two years old watching Batman and remember it very fondly. And, uh, I just thanked him for, You know, I said, you're you are some of the earliest memories that I have, you know, uh, and they're good memories. And I just thanked him for that. Same thing with George Perez. When I met him, I said, you are really got me. Your artwork was. What got me. uh, uh, You know, collecting comics. And uh, actually, uh, since I'm talking about that, I have a couple of production pieces here from that very first Avengers issue that I collected. If you'd like to see them,
0: of course I would.
1: Okay. All right. Well, I have a lot of uh, AC comics too, Bill Black stuff as well. So, it's a Rich Buckler cover. Uh, It's Avengers 147. Uh, So, I have, and when I started collecting production artwork, I didn't expect to be collecting stuff that got me started in comics. I actually have production artwork to my very first thing Marvel I ever got was this right here back in 1974 i thought oh, vampire Vamp- tales vampire tales number five and it has a uh, an edited brief origin of morbius in it from amazing spider-man 102 Gil Kane artwork
0: nice
1: uh it has artwork by dick garagiano which is he's been dead 19 years ago just a couple days ago was the yeah. anniversary of his death um Valmiric artwork who would do the living mummy it's mm-hmm. in uh so it has some great artwork in it i begged my father for that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i don't need this you know and my later thing my first comic was uh werewolf by night annual number two where he squares off against frankenstein don yeah. Perlin artwork on the cover of that one had a satanic cult with a upside down cross. Now we're Christians. My last name's Christian. And so just like my father, my grandmother's like, yeah, <laughs> I begged her for it. She bought it for me. Uh, and but I still wasn't collecting. I didn't realize, even though it said next issue, it never clicked with me till Avengers and then i bought this uh, 147 and came back a couple weeks later and found 148 by chance and said oh this is the next issue to that one i bought a couple weeks ago i said right then and there i'm going to collect this from now on and i did uh so here's the cover by rich buckler it's not it's not that great a cover to tell you the truth uh when I read the dialogue, I must have read it over. I didn't know who the vision was. He looks very villainous here thought. So I thought he was threatening the woman running away which is uh Scarlet which is Witch. uh Scarlet Witch, his wife. Um and then the beast there if you look at him, I thought he looked a little bad. I knew, I knew Batman because he's got the little you yeah. know things up there. Um his hair but not, I I, don't, I really don't think this is one of the greater, uh, uh, Rich Buckler covers. Really, I mean, you got you had the Squadron Supreme there in the background, and mm-hmm. you had the mob, um, but yeah, I just think it it's it's not one of his greater covers. But uh, it changed my life uh, because of the interior artist and had one of the weaker inkers, I think, Vince Coletta. Now that's yeah. controversial. But, uh, bam, I opened it up and saw this, the beast oh, yeah. and Hellcat and all that classic Avengers. And then of course, Hyperion and Dr. Spectrum and Lady Lark and golden arrow back there and just crisis on other earth. Well, right now I'm reading crisis <laughs> on infinite, infinite earth from DC. Yes. Uh, the trade paperback, which i i've had this but most of my co- uh, you know my collection burned up. so i was glad to pick this up this was a win here 35 five dollar trade paperback i picked it up at my local comic book store ten dollars awesome well worth it uh
0: um, so, if there's if there's one around you the the the, the coolest store to shop at that's uh-huh. not a comic book store but has lots
1: of comics, has got to be Ollie's. Ah. Don't have an Ollie's. Here's a production piece for reprint, but uh, there's you some classic amazing Spider Man. Oh, yeah. With the lizard. There's your lizard representation, Lorenzo. If you get in here, Rare Cross the Lizard. Yeah. Lizard's one of my favorite characters, you know, villains from DC. I also picked this up for $10. Uh, even though I had the complete in the floppies, Avengers Forever.
0: <coughs> yeah, I'm trying to replace, because I'm like dwindling a- I'm dwindling down my collection. Oh, um, are you? And I'm getting rid of like a lot of stuff, but a lot of stuff like, like that series, I'd probably, I'd be missing like one issue, and then the only way to, for me to get it at like a halfway decent price was to buy like a full set. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Bernie my Jackson. favorite. Now, I also picked this up, and Jack Kirby is in this book. I'd heard about this book on my show, and then I, lo and behold, I found a copy. Uh, Knights of the Fifth Dimension, and uh, and there's Jack Kirby on the cover, so he's in the comic. And I, oh, nice. I, I and I picked this up for ten bucks. You know. And this was the cheapest of all of them. That other one was twenty five, thirty dollar book as well. And this one was a twenty. So I got three good pickups there, um, you know, for ten bucks piece. It is possible. Um, now, one thing I'm doing. Oh, you remember this? Here's a great beast cover. Uh, I had this back in the day. Fun and games.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Did you ever do these?
0: No, no. Um, and this, this is. The I, one I had something collect. like that, but I think it was like a DC one. Uh, but I would just look at it and and trace it with like an eraser. All oh, the twenty fifth anniversary covers.
1: Yeah, I I went up to Chicago. My very first was convention in eighty three, and then I think uh, in Memphis, Tennessee. And I met uh, at a, another little convention. I met Joe Staten and Bob uh, McLeod, and who was doing New Mutants at the time. And mm-hmm. uh, he created was co-creator. I'm having Diller, you know, Diller draws. Oh yeah. He's he's doing he's doing me. Although I'm going to have him do it all the way around, uh, all in Momentum characters. So that I can put my own pinups with this framing around it with my own characters. Uh, so I went to Chicago in 85 and 86. And that was uh, 85 was DC Comics' 50th anniversary. And and uh, 86 was Marvel's 25th anniversary. So it was a great time to go. I uh, met Stan Lee in 86. I met Julius Schwartz who was, you know, quite aged even at that time.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Uh although, you know, healthy and whatnot. Uh and would live on. Uh Tank Ferret grew up with uh a lot of these people. Uh Julius Schwartz was like an uncle to him. So yeah. he, when, he, knew when him. he was
0: on, we would just like and I was like every every like thirty seconds I was like oh,
1: Brian Befogel. He I, knew Brian Befogel, the great Batman artist. Um I have a collection of, uh, action comics. Number one books. I'm trying to collect all these. So I have them, I have them handy here just to show. Uh, and I do have that homage to action comics. Number one, without that, you know, none of this would be here. Of course, there's the, where he's picking up the car. So I had Vic do, you know, pick up the car above you, except it's junk out car in a junkyard. Um, and then here's a reprint of that and these things go for about 50 bucks on yeah eBay. i was
0: shocked like even like the dc like yeah. silver age things that were like framed up and had like a silver foil stamp on them
1: uh-huh. they're Supergirl.
0: Yeah. i've got a uh um sam here's vera
1: todd McFarlane.
0: yeah his homage yeah i got yeah. that um and... sam vera did uh a homage to that on, uh, his and George's book
1: number 800 of action comics.
0: Yeah, I got that one.
1: I, I love just to have them side by side. You know, it's, it's, it's I've great. got it. I've
0: got an under a copy of underdog.
1: Oh, no, underdog, that, underdog. that
0: has the yeah. action comics one homage.
1: There's no need to fear. Underdog is here.
0: I love that cartoon.
1: I have an underdog, uh, i it's about that big. It's a, it's a, uh, underdog, uh, lunchbox, but it's only about that big.
0: Oh, one of the minis. Yeah.
1: Yeah. One of the minis. Uh-huh.
0: I've got a, uh, I've got a Mighty Mouse vinyl figure.
1: Oh, yeah. Like
0: vinyl statue and, uh, and lunchbox that I just listed online to sell the other day. Um, uh,
1: back there, uh, somewhere here, I have a Captain Caveman. Oh. Nice. Remember Captain K
0: man. Oh yeah. Well, here's here's something to show. Where is it? There's my button. I just got this in the other week.
1: Oh, yeah. Is that Savage Sword? Yeah. N- number two. Number two. Wow. Who did the cover on that one? Frank Brunner or um doesn't look like frank brunner but does I it tell think so there's no huh? sig
0: on the there's no signature on the cover
1: you know that's what needs to come back will in comics is uh painting covers like dale and gold key had and that like these savage sort of conans
0: yeah and it's a it's of course a wraparound cover
1: oh sweet that's even better yeah and that's great shape that's great condition yeah, look at the colors pop off that. That I think that's Ernie Chan inking. You can I, tell Ernie I picked, Chan. I
0: picked this up in like a half price sale for like 10, 12 bucks.
1: Wow. That's a good pickup. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um
1: most what? of mine are from the latter part because I was trying to identify uh John Basema preliminary drawings. What he would do is he would do a, a layout, preliminary drawing then he would put that on his light table and then he would do the finished artwork.
0: Uh, the and, cover is by Earl Horuma.
1: Yeah. I thought it was a Horum, but I didn't want to say so. Yeah.
0: And, uh, interior artists are, uh,
1: he's great. I love his stuff.
0: Uh, John Bussemer and Alfredo Acala.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, Alfredo. I, I just, uh, he was in some early stuff. I think he did, uh, Oh, Turok, uh not Torak. it was uh, the DC character in the 80s, um, Iraq, Son of Thunder.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I have a complete run of that, and they actually had an annual, too.
0: There's all three now, look at those
1: colors just pop.
0: Yeah, for a book this old. I remember yeah. we were uh, the OK Boomer show on Thursday nights, uh-huh. which, which is Lorenzo's favorite show on my channel.
1: Oh, yeah. I, uh, I, now, do you ever go? Have we met over there? Because every now and then I'll go into Lorenzo. Uh, I'm
0: a so. I'm a wrench over there, but we we film like the same we go live like the same time. OK. Yeah. But I, I pop over once in a while. And, you know, uh, I got like a few uh, I got like three or four subs from the other week. So I finally oh, wow. hit 300 and I look today. I'm down. I'm down like another two people.
1: Lorenzo was actually my first backer on my Ashcan. Oh wow. Yeah. He's uh, he's, he's he's the
0: first he's the first mod on my channel, but
1: he, he's a great he's a great link master. Oh yeah. You know, he, he sends out those links and uh you know it's uh
0: yeah he's he's th- come
1: on he's come
0: on a few of my Wednesday night shows and uh
1: I I think I stirred Shadowhawk bit- up. Uh, he said down below you better not forget me I think that's when we were talking about the spinner rack yeah because <laughs> I was like yeah yeah I, I at one time I told him yeah uh might get you know get you one of those spinner racks you know and yeah, I'm like yeah we work out a deal he traded me some of the burn x-Men that I lost in my fire
0: so uh there's some of my comics
1: how many do you think you have?
0: Um. well the other week i sold 14 long boxes of fluff
1: oh wow so i would say that's probably about 16
0: 15 16 thousand easy
1: here yeah yeah, yeah and because-
0: again against the front wall over here there's yeah. uh there's two there's two long boxes and two short boxes behind me uh that is nothing but the incredible hulk
1: Wow. Do you have the Incredible Hulk, uh, Wizard Ice edition?
0: I do not.
1: Well, you DM me uh, your address, and I will try and find one for you. I have nearly a whole, you know, half a long box full of those things. I'll oh, be that'd be awesome. To, be glad to send you one.
0: I, I, I subscribed to the uh, to the Marvel Pop of the Month a few years ago because it was Incredible Hulk number one. Uh-huh. So it's got Bruce busting out, well, a tiny Bruce busting out, and then Big yeah. Grey Hulk behind him.
1: Right. And, and they I, also uh, did an homage to that on She-Hulk number one, her first appearance, uh-huh. and the Savage She-Hulk number one. Uh, I think that's a key issue that's probably undervalued. I've got two copies. That was one that burned up my fire, and sadly, that's the one that I got signed by stan lee and i have at least one stan lee signature now on a book although it's personalized to somebody else called mad cat uh, and it's a trade paperback uh but um any stan lee signature is great um and i had some jack kirby's you know some of the old ones where they used to open up and, sign and it Signed
0: sign the bottom of the page. The yeah. bottom
1: by the indica, right. And, 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 you know, press it and etch it into with that dreaded pen. <laughs> not, not like today where they have silver, you know, or gold or something yeah. like that. Put it on the cover. I've seen actually some graded books that were signed by Stan Lee on the back cover. So it wouldn't interfere with the artwork.
0: Yeah, that's, who cares about the ad? That's a pretty ad. good
1: idea. That's the best of both worlds.
0: Yeah, who cares about the ad? Yeah. I know yeah. the I know like all these stores that like get in line with 40 or 50 books for somebody to sign. They they all got those uh-huh. those uh those back door f- pajama flap uh bags on them. So it's got like the window where they want them to sign.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm like they, there's a lot of people making art out of that we want it signed mm-hmm. in this spot you know otherwise yeah, they will like, yeah
0: they'll just so, go, go across the whole cover
1: yeah right right over spider-man's face or something yeah it ruined the aesthetic of the book like I've
0: got the uh I've got a batman 880 uh graded uh i think it's like a 9.6 and it's it's triple signed by the whole team. Wow. Um, What
1: is your your worst horror story about collecting? Because that jogged my memory. I'll go first. I thought, man, I am so good. There's no need to take this tape off this bag. And (laughs) it was. So I'm taking out the comic and it goes bloop on the logo. Now that's not the bad part. The bad part was it was a Batman number seven. <laughs> no! No! <laughs> Thousands of dollars worth of damage. It had survived, you know, 70 years at that point or something. And I and I had to. <laughs> that's my horror story. And I have a few others as well, but uh whew. That hurt.
0: One day I was was working at the store, and we'd always have people come in and be like, "You know, they start going through the back issue bins because we had like hundreds of thousands of back issues."
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, every time somebody would come in, no matter whether they'd been there once or a thousand times, we tell them, "If you need a book opened to examine it better." Just bring it up to the counter and we will open it for you. Guy's like, yeah, no problem. Thanks. Three seconds later, we hear, oh, fuck. He had taken the first appearance of Mysterio off the wall. Oh, crap. Opened it up. Oh, crap. And stuck the tape to the middle of the cover of the book by accident. And then refused to pay for it.
1: No, hell no. Well that's fine if you want two broke legs.
0: Nope. Uh we uh we had a we had a friend that was a uh, local uh, police sergeant yeah and a comic collector so he knew us he knew us all like very well. Yeah. And uh He was was like eight feet tall, like seven, seven, six or something.
1: Wow. Really? He was a he was a huge dude. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And, uh, (laughs)
0: this guy goes, I'm not paying for that. It's damaged. He goes, you damaged it. That's why you're paying for it. Yeah. And, you know, he swore at us and threw everything in his hands. Around the store, just like picked it up, threw it up in the air, ran out the door, jumped in his car. As we took a picture of his license plate, there you go. And they pulled him in. We identified him. He goes, and he damaged all of these books on the ground too.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Slapped the slapped the cuffs on him, took him away. They had to file they had to file like a you know a full complaint downtown, and yeah, which was literally around the corner. So, right. you know, good good idea, you know, damaging a book. And, and back then, that book was still like only like a few hundred bucks.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Not like now.
1: Yeah, not like now. Yeah, it's, it's really sad that things survive decades only to be, you know, dropped by you. I mean, accidents happen, but some accidents are preventable. That's, I guess, what was so bad about my Batman number seven. Uh, that tape does not come off that old paper. The old paper comes with it. It's, it's you know. Oh, yeah. There's some uh, gold key Tarzans. I bought, yeah. I
0: bought a ton of these old Tarzans.
1: Yeah. I have a few um, of those myself.
0: I I only paid like two or three bucks a piece.
1: How many do you reckon you have?
0: I I can't count that high.
1: And I can only
0: count up to twenty-one if I'm naked. What the hell?
1: I get I guesstimate that I've got about thirty thousand myself.
0: Um, and,
1: and that's since, since collecting nineteen ninety-seven. I have more now than I than I did in my first collection, which I was about I, I, have,
0: I have the equivalent currently of like 30 long boxes. 30, or 40 thirty long
1: boxes. boxes, so that would probably be about thirty-two thousand ish. You know, somewhere in there, over thirty thousand. So about where, where my collection is, probably.
0: And and two weeks ago, I had another fourteen long boxes.
1: <laughs> wow, yeah, that's amazing. It oh yeah, Neil Adams, yeah, yep.
0: Adventure Comics.
1: Oh look, Superman's son. Isn't that supposed to be his son?
0: Uh, no, this is this this was uh, way, fatal, back, way back in the day they did Superboy.
1: Yeah, the Fatal Five. Of the course. Fatal
0: Five, yep.
1: Right. Uh, but now I thought that he was supposed to be Superman's son or something like that. No. Uh, it, no.
0: They did that at one point like in World's Finest. Oh, okay. Like I've got a World's Finest where it's Batman and Superman making their sons yeah dig their own graves because they an, kill an them.
1: imaginary story they used to yeah. call them. Yeah. yeah. And now they call them Elseworld story. Um
0: yeah this is like
1: the Fatal Five is is uh some of their the Legion's best villains. I mean
0: oh yeah.
1: I love I love Mono that he can put his hand up against a war the flat uh surface of the planet and destroy the whole planet. That's the power okay. of his hand.
0: And Validus.
1: Yes, Validus, um, yeah. Uh-huh.
0: They're they're fighting his, his Brainiac 5 and a couple other members of the Legion. If you think this about it... This was my it. first... Superboy in the Legion was my first team book.
1: And it's probably Jim Shooter artwork. I mean, story. And artwork, because he did some of those around that time. And, and he was only I like... Read- first-
0: Solo issue of the original Karate Kid, not right
1: there. You go, Yep. Yeah. and that's 1976 because the bullets right in the middle, yep, of the cover.
0: And I also grabbed an issue 10
1: bicentennial year, we're coming up on 75 years of the demon, the demon. yeah, Jack Kirby artwork. My friend that bought the
0: uh, the Thors off me, um, he uh, he gave he traded he traded for something something else with me mm-hmm. uh, and gave me uh, basically gifted me a Mr. Miracle number one and a Demon number one.
1: Mm. You know, there's a uh, do you have a Sandman number one by Kirby? you know there's a cut co- there's a color variant to that cover like a, a magenta instead of like a true purple or something there's a variant what and, and that's highly sought after and worked a lot more and all it was was like uh an ink difference uh, i have one Thor that uh there's a uh, a coloring error on the on the cover I Don't know what happened with the coloring on that, but it would be interesting to see if you could even get that uh slab graded. Do you have any graded books in your um,
0: collection? Yeah, like the uh the Detective 880. Okay. The first jock cover there. Um is, is graded uh nine six. I've got a have got a Perello uh Vampirella that's a nine eight. Mm-hmm. Um And I've got like one or two others. I sold, I sold like, you know, a bunch of them because I was like, I go, uh, go, why am I doing this? I'm a reader. I like to read stuff. It doesn't even, it it does, this book doesn't even give credits of.
1: That's what Shadowhawk says is that comics are meant to be read, not slabbed where you can't read them. And I'm like, yeah, but if you're going to sell them and you want the most value, You want to see a rare Ethan Van Skyver slabbed book. The first salamandroid cover. 8.0, and I don't think it's been pressed. Might even, you know, if I broke it open and had it regraded.
0: Yeah, I haven't bought any of his stuff since the original Cyber Frog.
1: This is from 97 uh, Hall of Heroes. And Cyberfrog, I mean, uh, Salamandroids on the back here on the ads of even the variant covers because this is the one with the his first cover. Uh, he looks a lot different than what he did. You know, of course. Yeah,
0: because I've got I've got the original like zero through three
1: <laughs> Shadowhawk's still here. I know he says I hate slabs. <laughs> I got this for a pretty good deal though. Uh 59 I always write what I give for things now. I didn't used to do that, but then when it comes to uh reselling it, mm-hmm. which ultimately somebody's gonna have to do, I want them to know how much I paid for it. So that'll give them so many words. My it.
0: my friend John only buys graded books online. Uh-huh. Because at least that way it's guaranteed. But right. uh the guy who calls himself the Golden Age guru made an announcement on social media the other week that there's a bunch of falsified CGC books going around.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh got that, it roar in a 9.4 easy.
1: <laughs> well, you won't know till you get it slabbed, will you? <laughs> Key books, I would say, definitely get slabbed. If you're if you're not, you're leaving, I believe, like Chuck Rosansky uh, from My High Comics, you're leaving money on the table, sometimes yeah. hundreds of dollars. Up here, I have one that I'm going to have slabbed. Uh, Brave and the Bold, I forget the number, it's the first Silver Age Hawkman. Oh, yeah. And it needs a pressing. Uh, but it is in very nice shape for the age. That's a 1962 comic book. If you think about it, first time Joe Kubert had drawn him since the fifties. Uh, Cause he used to draw hot man a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that is a prime candidate. I picked that up for 140 bucks in the raw, a sight unseen. She didn't have, she had a picture up there on eBay but she said, you will I I said, what's the condition? You'll be very happy with it. And I was. And that's why I even got that book for $140. I had one other bidder against me. He wasn't willing to go higher. Uh, but if I had that slabbed, the difference is several hundred dollars.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: if I had that and slab, that would be an eight hundred dollar book all day long. But it needs to be slabbed. Otherwise I could sell it in the raw and might get three or four hundred, you know. Yeah. So why leave four or five six hundred dollars on the table? Wow. 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 Yeah, he hates it. Uh that you know, when he doubles down like that, I know he's just joking. And I and I and I'm with him. I do think books are meant to be read. But at the same time, when he doubles down like that, I want to get all of these slabbed, every freaking one of them. <laughs> That just, just that spite. just makes me want to slab everything <laughs> hmm.
0: like like I've got books I want to slab like I've got uh
1: that's was, one right
0: I, there yeah oh yeah
1: that's one right there that's a signed uh uh Savage dragon 9.8 and it's uh, uh, one of those distressed it it looks it's got the original Daredevil and blue and you know Lee mm-hmm. Gleason's Daredevil um uh with the with the claw and he's coming down with a big fist because he's oversized. It's a great cover and that's why I bought that because I'm not a big Eric Larson fan. I met Eric Larson when he was a zero when nobody. He was shilling his first book, uh his first appearance of uh of uh Savage Dragon in Megaton Comics and sitting there and selling it for two bucks. I wouldn't buy it. No, <laughs> it looked I'm- interesting. But I was I I was into getting Golden Age stuff, original artwork, bunch of Ninja Turtle stuff. I bought Don Chin's uh, Radioactive Black, and black hamsters. hamsters and the Trolls. I can't remember. They were kind of like the Three Stooges. Yeah, I don't know if you.
0: It was there was the Trolls and then uh, uh, there was kangaroos,
1: also, uh, fish police, the fish police too. They came back. Yeah.
0: Um. I've, I've got books that I want to get slammed because I was, during the, the Dark Horse era of Star Wars.
1: Heresy. Shadowhawk would say you're a heretic. Books are meant to be read.
0: That's right. Uh, but I, on, on a whim, I bought, I was buying like basically every like Star Wars book that Dark Horse was putting out because I was enjoying them all. Yeah. Right and I got all oh, the Punisher
1: do- and Predator stuff mm-hmm. and, and Sin City stuff.
0: Oh, yeah. I got a- Matter of fact, I just found the original uh, Sin City toy, which is Marv in the electric chair. And if you put the nine-volt battery in, you can switch, uh-huh. switch on the electric chair and electric chair. Uh-huh. Um, But they put out one for the cartoon, Clone Wars.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: Clone Wars... Nor- Clone Wars number one graded is like thirteen or fourteen hundred dollars.
1: Wow. It's
0: the first appearance in comics of Ahsoka Tana.
1: Okay. Wow. That's amazing, is it?
0: Uh, uh and I guarantee it's gonna go up even more. My issue with getting books graded, yeah, is that they don't charge you a flat fee.
1: They put per- a percentage.
0: Why are you getting a percentage of a book I'm not gonna sell, motherfucker?
1: Yeah, and I won't go with CGC. Uh, they're supposed to be the standard. I'll go with CBCS. For one, I think their cases are better. Um, you know, there's some debate about that, and people can, I've checked them all out. Uh, I have a graded, although it's mislabeled. It's one of those off, you know, and if I got it re-slapped, I don't know if it would come back at 4.5, but I have a Fantastic Four number 13, uh, first appearance of The Watcher, and or the Red Ghost and the Super Apes, wonderful story. The only time that Steve Dicko, uh inked Jack Kirby, except for the cover of number fourteen, which was a Submariner cover, but that was the only time within Fantastic Four that he inked Jack Kirby. And I I loved some Ditko inks over Jack Kirby. Well, uh, my
0: early my my earliest X Men now is. uh Number 28,
1: first appearance of Banshee. Okay. Uh I had back down to like number 19, the first appearance of Mimic at one time. Uh and I think I have a X-Men 17. I think that's my earliest X-Men. I think I uh,
0: actually I actually have one earlier than the 28. It's when they used to like solo one of the one of the team as like a solo and they put his like name his or her name or logo on the cover.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. And
0: feature them on the cover. And it was the first Silver Age appearance of Red Raven.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: And it, it was it was like a, an angel story. So it was Angel yeah. and Red Raven. And it was the it was the first appearance of that Golden Age character. And only <laughs> He was a one he was a one and done and then it was gone.
1: Well it's been it's been fun. I could talk comics with you forever, but uh you got no stream to, to go on. I, I have another one and he's been going for the last forty five minutes and he's working on my stuff. So uh we're so gonna we to cut
0: this because we'll just keep talking forever. Uh <laughs> and Absolutely. Uh, the uh Check out the open campaign for,
1: yep. for Devil for for a little bit longer. Yeah.
0: Not for long.
1: No, not for long, no. I only Devil have nine open. copies.
0: There's only nine copies of the first print yep. of the Ashcan available. Once they're second done. Print,
1: so I'm working on the second print campaign now, which will have eight pages of additional content. Uh, some new chotskys, a new cover and back cover. Uh, and uh, then, of course, uh, Devil Flyer number one, the whole complete story of all, you know, uh, six stories in all. Uh, I've had fun working on the short stories compared to the long, you know, story that I did for Devil Flyer. Uh, so those stories can contract and by, you know, Somebody that didn't get a lot of love in the first issue might get a bigger story next time because I'm going to cut one title. Now that doesn't mean it's going to go away forever, but I am going to do a countdown and eventually at the climax of the art, it will have just become one title, which is devil Flyer, one story. So they'll be absorbed. The characters will be absorbed. He's gathering up all these superhero types for, uh, and there'll be other sub-stories that go along, too, that go along, develop, you know. It's going to be a fun ride. I can't wait to, to write all of it and get it out there to people.
0: Very cool. And that, that new campaign launches
1: April 30th. April 30th on, on Fund My Comic, absolutely. Uh, barring that they approve it, which I don't see why they wouldn't. Uh, I'm putting it together, and I'm putting up the Ashcan Second Chance up there as well. Uh, oh, very cool. Now, that may or may not make it out before Devil Flyer number one. Uh, it, uh, you know, uh, the main thing is to get the main campaign uh, going uh, because people are chomping at the bits to to hopefully to get uh, a complete story because it kind of left them on a cliffhanger with the preview. Yeah,
0: and, and this day of, of binging everything. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure people that got the book and loved it will are already chomping at the bit
1: well it was nice to meet you in person will i appreciate you having me on i really do i hope uh, well thanks for hope coming I can on come back after i launch uh, launch oh, the yeah. other
0: well, once you go live hit me up i'll have you come back so we can go through the whole campaign and awesome see some see some artwork that people can buy and yeah Kinds of and just
1: so like you know, uh, I know Doc Blaylock said he got a couple of backers out of coming on on last week with you. So Yeah,
0: uh one of them was me.
1: Uh, well, there you go.
0: <laughs> but yeah, uh I think like not including me, there were like uh four maybe five other people that backed.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Somebody backed, somebody backed again.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I know he was some people said that they were going to back it you know just i guess wait till payday i don't know most of us live from payday to payday
0: (laughs) like like the whole country right now yeah
1: like the whole country yes yes absolutely so Uh, devil
0: Flyer rex thanks so much for coming on uh we'll do this again soon and everybody go check out the campaign and uh and get yourself some devil flyer